بسم الله والحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه ومن والاه إمام النووي's Riyad al-Saliheen is an immensely blessed hadith collection that has been cherished by Muslims for over seven centuries. In this series, Sheikh Yahya Rodas gives brief commentary on each of the hadiths in this collection, helping us to follow the sunnah of our beloved messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. على سيدنا مولانا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تجمعين الكتاب العلى الصليم سمام النووي رحمه الله تعالى ونفعنا بعلمه بالدارين آمين إلى أنقال حديث نمبر 103 عن ابن مسعود رضي الله عنه قال صليتهم مع النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم ليلة فأطال القيام حتى هممت بأمر سوء قيل وما هممت به قال هممت أن أجلس وأدعه واتفق عليه سيد المسعود رضي الله عنه يرث that I prayed behind the Prophet Muhammad with the Prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم one night and he prolonged the standing position until that evil thought came to my mind and then he was asked what did you think of doing he said, I thought of sitting down and leaving him. So this is again in the chapter on spiritual striving. And what we learned here is that our Prophet used to pray for prolonged periods at night. And unfortunately, we are in a state of heedlessness. And we don't follow our Prophet And it's ever so important, that aspect of the religious life, which is prayer at night. And hopefully as the nights get longer in the winter that we will spend more time in prayer, standing before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this is how our Prophet was. And these some of these blessed companions in this case, Sayyidina Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, were blessed to have prayed with him. Look at the beauty of this hadith that he says that Salaitu Ma'anabi Sallallahu that I prayed with the Prophet on one night. He remained in the standing position for a prolonged period of time, more than usual. And then a thought crossed my mind because it became difficult for me to stand with the Prophet. And he described it as an amri su, a bad thought. And the bad thought there was that he would sit down instead of remaining standing with the Prophet and it was younger, but the Prophet was stronger. No one had did all different types of strength, strength of Iman and even physical strength, like our Prophet and that he that commented on this later, that teaching us is that we need to that have adab, he's talking about his human side, his inability to remain standing with the Prophet but we take from this hadith is that uh, we have to have adab with the Prophet Muhammad with people of distinction and that the very fact that he considered not remaining standing him and Amr so something of evil that indicates this adab that it is that we are supposed to have.
And then we will take hadith number 104 as well. And Anas and radiallahu anhu and Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam so in this next hadith that our Prophet said is that three things accompany the deceased to his grave, his family, his wealth, and his deeds. Two of these return and one remains with him. His family and wealth return while his deeds remain. And this hadith is not difficult to understand, but it requires deep reflection. Understanding the outward meanings is fairly easy, but we should spend time reflecting upon this. And we know that every single one of us will take our last breath and meet our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala. And our Prophet sallallahu is reminding us that what will remain with us in the hereafter is our deeds. And the deeds that we do here in this world will be what? Either give us comfort in the grave or that cause us great stress. So this is an encouragement to do what it is that we can while we're still alive. And that our wealth is going to be inherited by someone else. That our surviving family members are going to remain after us. And hopefully we have pious children that will pray for us. Hopefully that we've given charity. Hopefully that we have spent our time learning sacred knowledge and disseminating it so that we have various types of ongoing charity that we receive the benefit from that even while we're in our grave. But the reality is, is that what will remain with us is the actions that it is that we've done. And this is why we need to be aware of this now. And this is one of the great reflection exercises that we can do is actually just think about this reality that at any given moment we could transition from this world to the next everything that is that we own our house that our cars any the extra money that we have all of our possessions is they're no longer ours other people will inherit them and what was in one moment ours when the soul leaves the body is no longer ours it's inherited by the people that are that permissible for them to inherit from us. And then we go from this world. And thinking about that moment and just imagining your own janazah, <coughs> your body being washed, and your body being shrouded, and being taken to the grave. And you can imagine your family, the sadness if you're married of your wife, or if that you're a woman, the sadness of your husband, the sadness of your children, the friends who are going to miss you. And the vast majority of people will forget us very quickly. And a few people will remember us for a period of time, but other people eventually will move on and will be that six feet under the ground. And so what we need to do is to prepare for that moment and to do as many good deeds as we can while we're still alive here. And that do what is pleasing to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. May Allah ta'ala give us tawfiq. Bless us to do what is most pleasing to him in every single moment. And we all have abundant good deeds that we do and worship him night and day to do khair and to do various types of good night and day. Inshallah ta'ala, when we all die, and may our Lord subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with us. And may we be from those tranquil souls that receive the highest degree of divine gentleness. 
Ya after you put in that spiritual struggle, you've done everything they said you can do, and that your heart starts to become pure, and you start to find good, sweet, and you start to find intimacy and the remembrance of Allah, and start to love worship, and so forth and so on. And you are a person of taqwa. Yeah, Oh, tranquil soul. Irji, irarabiki. Return to your Lord. Just look at the divine gentleness and how that is. Irji, irarabiki. Radiatin, mardiya. That pleasing and well-pleased. Pleased and well-pleased. Radiatin, mardiya. Fadkhuli fi ibadi. Enter amongst my servants. Look at the way Allah is addressing the soul. The soul, when it transitions into the next world, subhanAllah, enter my paradise. This is how we want to be, may Allah Ta'ala. Give us tawfiq, ya arhamur rahmin. Thank you for listening to one of Al Maqasid's online educational offerings. Our mission at Al Maqasid is to cultivate holistic learning environments rooted in knowledge, devotion, and service by providing full time, part time, online, and community programs. For more information, please visit our website at almaqasid.org and connect with our other online content at almaqasid.org backslash connect.